I think there's a big difference between competitiveness mm -hmm. and winning. Winning encompasses the entire spectrum of the actual sport that it actually takes. Absolutely. Right? And I think we look at just like, hey, it's just that deadlift form. Mm -hmm. But they never ask the critical stuff. What do you eat? Mm -hmm. Like, what do you do when you get injured? Like, what's your protocol? Right? Who's your massage guy? What up, y'all? Welcome back to the Be Better Mindset Podcast. Day five. We killing it. Pretty impressive. Dude, I'm feeling good. Heck yeah. I feel like I'm getting roll of things, and we got a lot of topics. Oh, heck yeah. It's, getting, we've, we've got it down to a schedule. It does, yeah. I know. It feels nice. You know? <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost funny, though, because we're like... Do we take our precept now? <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> no, it's 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 now like a habit or a routine. So yeah. let me chug this real quick. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. All right, top or or Corey, what's the topic today, man? Uh the advantages and disadvantages of being competitive. I love this one. Mm -hmm. And guys, if you're not competitive already, and for those of you that are competitive. This one's going to be for you, man. Um, it's a super exciting one. There are some some significant advantages and some disadvantages to this. Mm -hmm. And we want to give you guys really an, uh, a 20,000-foot overview and really how to understand this and, and utilize it into your, um, into your world, right? And mm -hmm. uh, when you understand how to use a tool, you can, you can be very, very successful. So we want to give you guys that. But before we really talk about that, like I said, if you guys can subscribe, share it with someone, um, make sure to, when you do share it, let them know why. Mm -hmm. um, it allows us to reach more people and, and uh, we thank you for doing that. So let's get right into it. Let's start yeah. out with maybe some advantages first and then we can start to talk about some disadvantages. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Right? You share one, I share one. Mm -hmm. We just kind of round robin it. You want to start first? Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> All right, so first advantage, I would definitely say it's, it causes you to push yourself constantly and not just because you're comparing yourself to other people's scores, but a lot of it because you're, almost, you're comparing yourself to yourself constantly, mm -hmm. so, which is absolutely a good thing because you know that you're constantly making progress. I really like that. And... Um yeah, there's there's this innate feeling that there's this hierarchy about just how the human brain works, right? Mm -hmm. So anytime someone's there, it doesn't matter who it is. It could be Susie. It could be Jack that's super jacked. When someone is there, you just innately want to move faster, mm -hmm. right? There's just that human psychology that does that. So it allows you to push a different barrier that you're not, normally not accustomed to, mm -hmm. right? Um now, one of the things that I really like about the competitive side is it will make you create new beliefs. Mm -hmm. And here's what I mean by that. Let's just say we were working out. And then Corey deadlifts 325 pounds. And I just deadlifted 305 pounds. And we were like, oh man, I should be able to do that too. Mm-hmm. Right? If he could do it, I can do it. So it creates that belief. Mm -hmm. 
And um, you see this enough, and then maybe you see Susie do the same thing. You're like, oh, Susie just deadlift what I just deadlift. Mm -hmm. I can do that too, mm -hmm. right? So it generates a new belief. It's kind of like the four-minute mile break, right? Remember when, what was his name again? Well, there's a guy that broke four-minute mile barrier. Mm -hmm. And what happens the next year? Oh, somebody wants to beat that. Dude, there was like 20 people that beat it. It was mm -hmm. humanly impossible for, for a long time until someone set the record. Mm -hmm. So competitiveness really sets and creates new beliefs for a lot of people. Right? You look at that in, in the fitness world, very easy to see, but you could also see that in relationships, right? You're like, man, is that possible to be that happy and also work that hard? Mm -hmm. Right? So now you're competitive with your relationships. I'm like, I can do that. Mm -hmm. The, I guess kind of another cool aspect of that is... You know, when, you, when you're competitive and you're comparing yourself to other people's scores as well, mm -hmm. like, hopefully, that makes you actually want to reach out to that person and be like, how did you do that? Yeah. Like, what are you doing that I'm not? And that's, and it, yeah. it builds that, you know, that rapport where you're like, hey, dude, you know, like, for instance, you know, yeah. like, Husick, that dude puts up huge numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's also one of those dudes that he's happy to give out advice. Like, oh, dude, yeah, yeah, I just, I did this. Right. Okay, try that. See? Bam, you got it. Right. You know, it, it, like, and, you know, to the average person just walking in, like, he would be super intimidating, dude, because mm -hmm. he's a big dude, he puts up big numbers, and he goes hard. Yeah. But he's also, and he's super competitive, especially with himself, mm -hmm. but he's also one of those, like, one of those really cool individuals where he's he's so willing to, to pass along the information. Like, dude, you could do this, too. Absolutely. You and know? there's that belief pass, right? Mm -hmm. And I like how you were like, man, I wonder how, how, how he did it. So I'm going to go ask the question, which goes to the third component of this. The third major advantage to being competitive is you become creative, mm -hmm. right? You start to generate creativity. It's like, how did you lift that? How did you do that faster? Mm -hmm. Right? And that's how like kipping pull-ups started to come out and butterfly pull-ups. How did you do that workout faster? Mm -hmm. Well, let me show you. You can ask, which I think is going to be one of the awesome ways to do it, or you could just watch them, and you can just learn it yourself, or mm -hmm. you could just go to YouTube University and start really researching how to move faster, how to move well, mm -hmm. right? Now, here's um, one of the big disadvantages, like that, obviously, like they're moving faster, they're moving heavier, but people don't, they only compete, they're competing in a place where it's just like performance. Mm -hmm. But what they rarely, rarely they, they don't try to compete is recovery, right? How well are they eating? Mm -hmm. How well are they sleeping? What books are they reading? Mm -hmm. Who is helping them, right? They're only competing one segment, and that's the problem. I think there's a big difference between competitiveness mm -hmm. and winning. Winning encompasses the entire spectrum of the actual sport that it actually takes. Absolutely. Right? And I think we look at just like, hey, it's just that deadlift form. Mm -hmm. But they never ask the critical stuff. What do you eat? Mm -hmm. Like, what do you do when you get injured? Like, what's your protocol? Right? Who's your massage guy? Mm -hmm. They rarely ask those questions. And that's where the problem of competitive 
weaknesses for me. Mm-hmm. They become so micro-focused on an area, but there's a, such a larger picture to this, mm-hmm. right? Be a winner. Don't just be competitive. Winners look at the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Absolutely. All right, and that's... I got that one from Tim Grover. <laughs> <laughs> we all get a lot of things from Tim Grover. <laughs> yeah, dang it, Tim Grover. Right? He's right. like, yeah, you can be competitive. Tim Grover is absolutely responsible for when people walk into the gym and they expect me to have like metal blaring. Yeah, and I've yeah. got like country or super calm music and they're like, yeah. what's happening here? Dude, 100%, man. So, so yeah, there's, there's so many advantages to being competitive, guys. And, um, like I said, just to kind of just to kind of uh, overview it, right? It allows you to push new boundaries. Number one, number two, it allows you to create new beliefs of what's possible, mm-hmm. right? And the third one, it really forces you to be really, really creative, so you can win. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely, it helps. You have to be creative and find those little hacks in the movement, like those little hacks in your form and how can I shave one second off this rep and stuff like that, dude. Like it's cool because you see the way that people get so creative, the way they set up their stations, the way they do the movements and you're like, yeah, why didn't I think of that? They draw circles on the floor. They they put chalk marks on the barbell. Oh yeah, man. I know. It's it's always cool to see. Right. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll do that on, on that point. But then again, that's the competitiveness part. Mm-hmm. But if you want to be a winner, what do they do before the workout, right? Oh, dude, they're exactly. They're Within, preparing. Yeah. They're making sure their mind's in the right place. Their yeah. body is feeling good. They're getting enough rest. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's a lot, of compo- like a lot of components that go into it that a lot of people don't realize. Don't really see. Mm-hmm. You know, one of my favorite quotes from Matt Fraser was, what are you doing when no one's looking? Mm-hmm. And that's what you should be paying attention to. Like, mm-hmm. what what is he doing that no one else sees? And that's what you should really, really magnify. Mm-hmm. If you want to be truly competitive, truly win, mm-hmm. you should do all of those things. Absolutely. Right? Um, and I'm going to tell you, here's, here's one of the characteristics. It's really boring. Mm-hmm. Right? And there's a lot of times it's very monotonous and you don't want to do it. That's true competition. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, we do the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. If someone actually did a documentary on my life, <laughs> they'd be like, uh, you can't sell this, dude. Exactly. <laughs> same. Like, so you wake up at 3.30 every day yeah. and you do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, that sounds really boring. Maybe to you, yeah. but you know, circling back around to another speaker that we all love, you know, yeah. Jocko. It's discipline equals freedom. Yeah. Because I know exactly what my routine is. Yeah. I know exactly when. I, like, cool. I got forty-five minutes mm-hmm. right here for my recovery. Yeah. Cool. I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna do mobility. You know, or I'm gonna sit here and okay, I know I have this time allotted to eat. Yeah. You know. Like, that really does go a long way, you know? Like, motivation is, it's it's great, but it's definitely overrated. Like, dedication is where it is all at. Dedication and discipline. Yeah. Dude, imagine just an episode of just watching a person meditate. 
<laughs> and foam roll for an, for 50 minutes. I'd watch it. You'd be like, dang, this is a good episode. Oh, right? yeah. Dude, I mean, God. <laughs> How many times have you caught me geeking out on Kelly Sturette's videos? Be like, Mobility. Why didn't I think of that? Right. Well, I want to be a supple leopard. Yeah. So he's made that really exciting, right? Oh, yeah. Right? That's, that dude's but, but a genius. In a, in a nutshell, guys, if it looks exciting, it's most likely not what's going to get you to win a hundred percent right what you see when, in the kim kardashians and the reality tv shows of all the excitement all the crazy stuff the highlight reels on ig is not what's going to actually get you to win it's everything that no one wants to watch okay post something you foam rolling see how many likes you get mm-hmm. right um it's uh post yourself reading for three hours straight and writing notes see how many likes you get okay if you are getting minimal likes that's probably the one that you should be doing and doing that for years and um, that's like that's when you know you're really really competitive like what are you doing when no one's looking right so let's go right into the disadvantages because there are some significant disadvantages and we've and, and I and I consider myself pretty competitive actually mm-hmm. you as well oh yeah and um and there are real advantages disadvantages to this guys and um let's share mm-hmm. you're starting oh heck yeah i mean there's going to be a lot of a lot of letdowns and it can definitely put you in a very dark place because mm-hmm. on the you know in the chance and it will happen eventually that you're not able to achieve something like you're gonna get that that low like why am i even doing this low anger Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so that's a huge one i mean there's there's a huge letdown there's a it's like i said it's very easy to get burnt out oh yeah right you're you're pushing full throttle every single day Mm -hmm. and you're just so focused on a person that might not even be paying attention to you Mm -hmm. and then in the event that you don't win or you don't even get close or you get just like or you just get injured throughout mm-hmm. the process. It's so draining. Absolutely. Right, and then now you're, now you have to fight against yourself, mm-hmm. which should have been there in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, very, very, very easy to burn out Absolutely. when you're running at a competitive level. That's why a lot of these competitors they take months to recover. Mm-hmm. Right, they don't UFC fighters. They have to take like two, three months. Mm-hmm. before they even touch a glove again because it's so draining on their mind and on their body you don't see that mm-hmm. um, and it's not just in fitness I think it's in business as well oh, 100% right what are you doing on your off days are you recovering how are you shutting your brain off mm-hmm. right you're packing in all this material to solve problems and you're solving problems and how do you just decompress how are you doing that so um, yeah, very easy to burn yourself to the ground. A hundred percent. Right? Mm-hmm. Now... If you're not careful, that fire that drives you, it can burn you down. There's the nugget, guys. That's the... I think there... It's, it's the, pre, it's the pre-self, <laughs> man. Is, is, is that what we're competing with? Like, whoever gets the intro part? Because I, I cut the intro at the very beginning. Who has the best nugget? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I think you got that one. I think you got that one again today. Congratulations. 
Um, yeah, I know, right? So, guys, another one that I really, uh, a huge disadvantage, guys, when you are competitive is you start to push people away. Absolutely. Even right? if it's not intentional, you know, if you're that super competitive guy that's yelling and screaming and stuff like that in the gym, mm-hmm. and it's almost always a crowded gym, especially here, yeah. you know, it's um, really easy for you to drive the people at the back, you know, that yeah. dude that's, you know, just starting and we've got him, you know, with a training bar and he's doing great, but yeah. he sees himself with that bare bar yeah. and you just put up 300 and some odd pounds and that absolutely deflates him and makes him intimidated. They don't exactly. want to come anywhere. They're like, no, no, yeah, that dude's scary. It's like, this place is too crazy for yeah. me. Right. One of my bit, my, I had a coach that, um, that lifted like th- he missed a 305 pound snatch mm-hmm. which is redonkulous mm-hmm. right and um he missed it like two or three times and he barely missed he's just barely missing it mm-hmm. and he's like fudge mm-hmm. the real f-bomb right and uh i'm watching this and i'm also watching Susie on the back end shivering with a pvc pipe mm-hmm. and she's like ah and he's throwing these F-bombs. I was like, what's that? I mean, if I was Susie, I'd be like, man, I'm, I guess I'm useless. I can't even snatch this. I can't even do this PVC pipe. It really pushes people away. Absolutely. Right? And it's, uh, and it's why we've established that in one of our, one of our principles. Guys, if you're going to lift out there and you're missing 225 pounds on that bar or back squat and you throw in F-bombs, place sink for you. Yeah. Right? We want people to come in and and really be um, feel they feel like they're safe to come talk to you. Exactly. Right. Um, and uh, it's sometimes hard to harness down, but you can absolutely do it without even being unconscious. And you know what? I talked to that coach, and he was like, "You know what? That it makes sense." Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Right. And guys, I've done that myself too. So. <laughs> I've done that for a few years, so um, I'm not sure if I ever have. I'm usually that guy that I'm like quiet. Yeah, you I'm not sure. That up. Yeah, I, I I have never really seen you. Exactly. Yeah, I so. always do. I'm always by myself. I'm that I'm that hermit. Yeah. Corey's in his cave. Yeah, exactly. that was the joke over at St. Rose. Like, can we open the windows? Yeah, caveman. I'm like, oh. I yeah. forgot some of y'all like sunlight. <laughs> yeah, and you, and you know what? It's an awesome opportunity, guys. And if you're if you're not perfect, there's so much value in it, mm-hmm. right? Like I'll miss weights that I normally will hit, and I'll be and I'll walk away, and I'm like, dude, it's just not my day today. Mm-hmm. Like, man, I'm so sore. Or like, dude, you're strong. Like, here's the thing, guys. And if you really want to inspire people and move people, if you're real, you're more relatable. Mm-hmm. Period. If you're more real, you're more relatable. If you're making mistakes, you're getting hurt, you're mm-hmm. getting injured, you're telling people that you are competitive and it's burned you before. Dude, it's such an it's such an empowering feeling, right? It feels weak at the moment because you're like, man, my competitor's not doing that, mm-hmm. right? But to be honest, like, yeah, it's just it just makes you more relatable. Mm-hmm. When you're getting injured, you're doing all of those things, you're making mistakes, you're owning up to it, it's powerful. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the, my, that, that quote can <laughs> be the one that you're... 
Uh, it just turned like make some sort of. We should make shirts be like relatable. Yeah. <laughs> just change around. You know, add that a into relatable. Make exactly. it relatable. Yeah. No, I think you're still winning that one. Anyways. I don't know. Yeah, it pushes people away. Absolutely. Um, and the, I mean, I guess we kind of touched up on it. Like when you're pushing at that high level, mm-hmm. there's an inherent risk, mm-hmm. right? Competitiveness and risk are kind of dancing in the same little platform mm-hmm. together, oh, yeah. right? They're, on, they're directly opposite each other. On, yeah. You know, different sides of the very fine line. Yeah. You're and, always running that risk. Yeah. You you're, know, gonna, you're constantly pushing. And in that instance, obviously you want to prevent injury but you've also got to get it into your head very early on that injuries are going to happen. Exactly, it's it's yeah. inevitable. You And when they happen, you just have to like take a step back. Okay, how do I rehab this properly? Mm-hmm. And almost turn that, like turn that, um, that competitive, you know, streak in you towards, okay, how fast can, can I, I recover? recover? How completely can I recover? Yes. You know, like, not to, you know, keep kissing his ass, but look at Matt Frazier. Yeah. He came off of that injury, and he came back better. Yeah. You know, like, he he's obviously a very competitive person, mm-hmm. so he took that, that, that rehab very, very seriously mm-hmm. because he knew if I want to perform and I want to be able to fulfill the standards I have for myself, right. I need to take care of myself make sure that I'm 120% before I start going back into competition mode. Exactly. And that's, and I think, I think people miss that. Mm -hmm. You don't have to just be competitive in like the go component. Mm -hmm. You can also be competitive in the recovery component. Absolutely. Right. I think that, and that's just low hanging fruit guys. Like if you compete at the recovery component, guess what happens to your performance? Mm -hmm. Skyrockets. Oh yeah. Right? There's a reason why I see you every week. <laughs> I want to freaking win, man. Heck yeah. Right? And, I, and and foam rolling is not that fun for me. Oh, yeah, man. Right? It's, it's hard. It's, you know, everybody thinks that, you know, getting massage work and stuff like, oh, it's incense and it's like, the pretty no, music. Dude. No, dude. Like, how many times yeah. have you walked away after a session and you were sore as hell yeah, yeah dude because it's it's not all sunshine and roses like yeah. there's there's problems going on and you've got to attack them exactly dude and in fact i push a lot of my appointments i was like hey dude Corey, like my lats are gone mm-hmm. i need help asap mm-hmm. you got time right Heck yeah. so i switch my priority from fitness to recovery mm-hmm. and it's just it's just dancing right Heck yeah so i mean Understand that when you are competitive, you're dancing also with risk, and that risk is is, is kind of injury, mm-hmm. right? Or that risk is burnout. That risk is losing a couple of friends in the process, mm-hmm. right? That risk is um, losing money, mm-hmm. right? That risk is I don't know, um, losing time. Mm-hmm. Like people under, like understand when you turn on that competitive spirit, also welcome that inherent risk mm-hmm. that things might go wrong yep but the competitiveness doesn't start stop like people just stop as soon as that happens and I'm like well you're not really that competitive yeah I mean look at I mean when I hurt my back recently yeah like, it dude it bummed me out because I couldn't touch a barbell yeah. but 
this time I was smart about it. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm not going to stop training, but I'm going to do it in a way that's helping me to recover so that I know that my, my, you know, my recovery time is going to be much shorter and I'm going to come back just as good or better than I was, you mm-hmm. know, before I pulled my back. Right. And yeah, it was super, super tedious, like yeah. having to do nothing but body weight and, you know, but yeah. here I am and my back feels a hundred percent. That's so good, man. Yeah. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but if you think you're competitive and you're mm-hmm. competitive only to the point where you're not getting the injury, mm-hmm. that's just very comparative. Mm-hmm. If you're truly competitive, you get to that adversity point mm-hmm. and you create a new system that allows you to prevent that, right? Or evolve your current level of how you're performing mm-hmm. in any aspect of your life so you can constantly improve. And dude, you're a winner from that point on. 100%. Right? So, dang, dude, we got 24 minutes on that. I thought it was going to be a short nugget. But Time let's just, flies when you're having fun. Yeah, so let's, uh, let's wrap it up really fast. I want to make sure you guys got the advantages. Advantages, like I said, is you push boundaries. You create new beliefs. You'll generate more creativity. Mm-hmm. Disadvantages, very easy to run yourself to the ground. You push people away, and you dance with injury. You dance mm-hmm. with risk. So guys, if you like that episode, make sure to share, subscribe. Look out for episode number six, manana. Yes, sir. It's going to be tough for us. It's on the weekend. We'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> Phones are going to be fun, man. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't want to get punched in the juggler. So. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So guys, be better. Get stronger. It's okay to be competitive. Absolutely. Right? Because we all are. Um but continue to be competitive on the other ends too. Mm-hmm. Look at it at 20,000 point of view.